It's Friday the 18th of August and this is Demolition News Radio. Originally, my idea with this station was that it would be a news broadcast, uh, bringing you daily news from the world of demolition. And that is still very much the aim, although it seems that some of the more popular content that we've produced relates more to uh, my background in journalism. Um, Some of the more popular items that we've had on was my accidental lunch with Captain Kirk, Um, and the time that I had a stalker. So I've been back through the archives again and I'm going to share with you the story of the time that I was threatened in my home. Um, Rather than looking at it through um, the eyes of today and looking back on it, because it happened a few years ago, I thought I'd go back to the source material and share with you the piece that I wrote literally a couple of hours after the incident happened. Now, let me stress again, this happened a couple of years ago, so, you know, I'm I'm more than happy to take anyone's sympathy and empathy, but it did happen a couple of years ago. I'm not in any current danger or anything like that. So here's the story of the time that I was greeted by a pair of heavies on my doorstep. It's now almost two hours since two burly guys knocked on my front door and threatened me over some unnamed and unspecified thing that I've written on Demolition News or on the Demolition News Facebook page. The police have been informed and I have an incident number, but that offers very little in the way of reassurance. What if they come back? What if they're on the next demolition site that I visit? What if they're waiting for me the next time I walk home from the station alone? I now find myself between a rock and a hard place. Do I ignore the threats and soldier on? editorial integrity intact, possibly inviting another less peaceful visit? Or do I simply bow out and allow the intimidation to win? To be 100% honest, I don't actually know the answer to those questions myself yet. For almost six years, I've worked tirelessly in and around the demolition business. I've worked weekends and long into the night to bring readers the very latest industry news. I single-handedly created the demolitionjobs.co.uk website to help demolition workers find employment during the recession. I've supported countless charitable causes to aid the industry and those that work within it. And in all that time, I've been threatened with a rip once by a man who has his lawyer on a speed dial and printed just one retraction when I admittedly got my facts wrong. I've embraced social media as I want, or should that be wanted, to be part of the demolition industry communicating with the operatives and machine operators just as much as with the directors and managers within the sector. As a result, my home address, which I laughingly refer to as Demolition News Towers, is there for all to see. And now this has happened. Was I scared? Yeah, you're damn right I was scared. If the two guys were seeking to intimidate and belittle, they did their job perfectly. But the overriding feeling I've been left with is not one of fear, It's not that my editorial integrity has been questioned and threatened. It's not even that my home address is too visible. The main feeling I have right now is do I really want to be associated with an industry in which such behaviour, condoned or otherwise, exists. Even though it will have a direct and immediate impact upon my ability to financially support my family, I'm going to take a day or two to mull over my options. Until then, Demolition news will remain silent. 
And thankfully there was never any repeat visits and we never did work out exactly who had sent the boys round um, although the timing of the, the visit not long after the reporting of, a, of an accident on a site kind of led us to all believe um, myself and the industry to believe we, we had a pretty good idea of where they'd come from but nothing was ever proven and as I say they never came back but it certainly did give me pause for thought um, it was several days before I actually picked up the keyboard again um, and did it affect my, my writing? It probably didn't to be honest um, I guess Demolition News was established basically as a, a warts and all look at, at the industry on both sides of the Atlantic um, and while that's not always popular it is what's given us the audience that we've got um, we are now the world's biggest online news resource for the, the global demolition industry and and we've done that because we do tell the truth we do tell tell it like it is we don't try to sweep incidents and accidents and bankruptcies and that kind of thing under the carpet um, would I do the same thing again yes I probably would um, we've reported on on incidents and accidents and um, poor practice and that kind of thing on, on a number of occasions ever since um, and it hasn't really tempered my writing at all um, it did give me a lot of a lot of time to think about the industry as a whole but the industry is kind of a double-edged sword one of the things that attracted me to it in the first place was that it is a little bit rough around the edges I, I often tell people that I like demolition because it's an industry that swears almost as much as I do um, and that's not just a joke, that's absolutely true, you know, it's, it's, it is rough around the edges, it's a, an industry in which a lack of formal education is no barrier to entry and it's certainly no barrier to success. There are some very, very successful people within the industry um, that, you know, will openly admit that, that reading and writing is not really their thing. Um, so, you know, it's an industry that, that's got under my skin, it's got up into my bloodstream. I, I can't actually imagine ever leaving it. I did for a few hours after my my unexpected early morning visit from the two heavies, um, but no, soon bounced back and, and haven't looked back since. And I think it's important to point out the fact that this was an isolated incident. Yes, I, I did have a stalker for a very short time. Um, I did have the two guys turn up at my doorstep. But by and large, my relationship with the industry um, has been such that I would recommend it to just about anybody. Um, I've written children's books to encourage children to join the industry. Um, I've introduced my own son, um, who is a, a very, very good videographer uh, to the industry, um, because it is generally, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time, it is a great place to be. The people are, are fantastic and helpful. Um, I guess it's an analogy I would draw would be with um, football hooligans. You can pack a stadium with 50, 60,000 people, of which maybe 50 might be looking for trouble. That doesn't mean that all football fans are bad um, or troublesome. And demolition's the same. You know, I, over a period of about 30 years, I've dealt with probably thousands of people employed within the, within the industry. And in my experience, only three have ever caused me any problems. So. You know, the law of averages says that it's not a bad place to be and it's certainly an industry that, that I enjoy working in. Um, it's still a job that I get up every morning looking forward to starting. So 
Yeah, that's my tale of um, the, the, the heavies at the door, the time I was threatened in my own home, and it's, I guess it's the story of why I'm still here today. So thanks for listening.